As Christians, we are called to die to ourselves, and especially in motherhood, there are endless opportunities to do that. But how do we do that without losing our minds, and how do we take proper care of ourselves? That is what we talk about in this episode, so we hope that you enjoy. Welcome to Life Beyond the Chariot, a faith and family series from the St. Philip Institute. We believe we are called to not only know, but also to live the truth of the gospel within our homes, in our workplaces, and beyond. We believe we are invited to encounter Christ in the messiness of day-to-day life and to live as His disciples. everyone welcome back we are excited to uh, I guess start our summer series yeah um, with life beyond the chariot um, last weekend or last week we got the opportunity to talk to Jackie Francois Angel which has been great yes um, but lots going on over here it seems like how have you been doing oh it's been actually it's been a wonderful week but a very very busy week busy. lots of changes in our home my husband's moving into a home office so we had to paint and we had a dog that got sick. Life. and Yeah, just life. <laughs> right. um, but it ended wonderfully. We got to watch, um, or we got to be part of the celebration of the first mass of two of the newly ordained priests Yay. for the Diocese of Tyler, Father Albert and Father Nicholas, or Father Nick. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Isn't that funny? Like when someone becomes... Right, you don't know what to a, call them. Like, <laughs> I, um, Right. By their last name, by their first name, right? Right. No, it was, and we actually got to go to the the ordination mass um, on Saturday, and um, we had an episode, I think, almost a year ago, with uh, Father Dave Bailey, Mm -hmm. and he was deacon at the time with his vocation story. So maybe we can put a link to that in our our show notes. But shout out to everyone in the diocese of Tyler. We've gotten some great feedback from Mm -hmm. folks around the diocese, and I know we usually speak to moms. Um, but we've been hearing from men too, which is really great. So <laughs> shout out to the dads and the guys out there who are listening. Uh, we are glad that you're here. And uh, today we are talking about something pretty important and it follows up with our conversation that we had with Jackie. Mm-hmm. Um, in that episode, we were talking a lot about, okay, well, like how do we pray without ceasing yeah. as moms? But one of the things that Jackie mentioned was figuring out like what you need as a mom mm-hmm. and this idea of how do we how do we give of ourselves if we're not taking care of ourselves. Um, so following this Marian virtue of self-mortification, what does that mean? But also balancing that with taking care of ourselves. So yeah, just exploring that whole dynamic. Yeah, and I'm actually, I'm kind of nervous about this episode, and I'm I'm happy to be able to just sit down and sort of hash these things out with you, but I feel like it's something I'm not good at. Like, I'm not good at self-mortification, mm-hmm. um, self-denial, but I'm also not good at boundaries. Like, mm-hmm. when I know that, do I need something, or is this a want? Like, how can I take care of myself, but yeah. still fulfill the needs of others? And that is, <clears throat> I would say, one of my biggest struggles that I am still trying to figure out what is that what is that line is there a balance um right I don't know because there is a line between like okay we are called to die to ourselves but then 
we also want to make sure that we have something to give. And I think about the the, the Parks and Rec. I don't know if you've ever watched Parks and Rec, no. but there's an episode where two of the characters have, um, I think it's like Treat Yourself Day, and <laughs> and they and they just like overindulge on whatever they want because the idea is like treat yourself. And <laughs> and if they hesitate to think about like, do you want this thing? It's like no, treat yourself. Like you deserve this. And and I think. I think it's really hard for us to do that as moms. Um, and there's a balance because in our culture, there's this idea of like overindulgence. Right. That like whatever you want, whenever you want it, even if you're a mom, um, just do whatever. Um, but at the same time, like we, we're human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so are incarnate beings. So we need to care for body, mind, spirit, all of it. Yeah. Um, and doing that well. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a challenge because um, I really take into some of the writings of St. Alphonsus Liguori, and that's where we sort of got the idea of like the 10 virtues of Mary. And um, what he writes about self-mortification is that it's acts of self-denial. But he also defines it as um, detachment from material possessions, avoiding indulgence, Mm. um, preferring silence to idle talk. Uh, and undertaking small penances, especially if it's like days like Friday or penitential days in the church. But I think to also keep in mind, because what I tend to do is like, okay, I'm going to do all those things. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of a week, the end of the week, I'm a terrible person. I'm grumpy. I'm irritated. I am actually less holy than what I was before I started this whole like new road to self-mortification and holiness. It actually did the opposite for me. And so trying to remember that the purpose of mortification, the purpose of self-denial is training the soul in virtue and holiness. And so I think when we're talking about this, like, yes, I think it's important to avoid um, overindulgence, um, to detach ourselves from material things, but also realizing like right now, we're still in that struggle. And so having some mercy on ourselves, like as we try to figure this out, like what is a healthy um, balance for me? Like how much do I give? Which I know sounds, or for me, it sounds weird. Like how much do you mm-hmm. give? My my answer wants to be like, well, everything. Everything. Yeah. Like, everything. That's what you right. do. Because you hear, right. you know, Bible verses about um, if you want to, Jesus saying, if you want to be my follower, you must Take pick up, up your, your cross, cross yeah. and follow me. Yeah. Um, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it only remains mm-hmm. a grain of wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who wants to save his life will lose it. And so when I start to think of like, oh, I really think I need some sleep, mm-hmm. but then a family member or a friend or something else, some other circumstance comes into my life. I'm like, oh, maybe they need me more than I need mm. my sleep. And so for mm-hmm. me, that's, a really hard place to be. Yeah. And then I don't realize how exhausted I am until it's just like, mommy is at her breaking point. She has lost it. And my husband will be like, how are you today? And then it just all comes out and I'm like, he's like, I have no idea, you know? And it's just things that I just right. kind of keep, but it, it had, sometimes it has the opposite effect of like, I'm not actually becoming virtuous. I'm just yeah. like, I'm not doing the things with the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really being prudent in uh, or intentional, mm-hmm. as intentional as I should be in those things that have to get done. Yeah. Or even like, mm, does this really have to get done today, or does right. this really have to get done this week? So. Right. No, that's that's such a great point, and and I understand that uh, that struggle between the two, like because when we think about dying to self, 
I mean, we we speak from our experience as moms all the time and um, and and wives. And as moms, we know that there is a big sacrifice of time and energy and sleepless nights and all of that. And so we we know this. This is part of our vocation. And it's one of the reasons why we depend so much on the grace that comes from the sacraments, Mm -hmm. um, that we depend on the grace that comes from the sacrament of marriage so that we can better witness to our children. but like, yeah, what is the line between dying to self? Because sometimes what I see are like these two extremes where there there are moms who are like, well, it's all about the kids and I can't do anything for myself. And then if I'm if I'm not giving enough, well, then that must mean that I'm just not holy enough or mm-hmm. I'm not praying enough. And you're just like, no, that's not, that's not what it is at all. Um, but then there's another extreme where it's like, well, it's all about me. And when I get to the kids, I'll get to them. Um, or like we said, like this overindulgence versus um, like I'm like too much self-mortification. I'm not sure. Um, but we know that motherhood is going to hurt, right? right? We know that it's going to be uncomfortable and we're called to that. We know that the Christian walk, um, that Christ has called us not to to be not to be comfort, not to be comfortable, but um, to really step outside of our comfort zones or thinking of, you know, getting out of the boat and trusting God and, and all of those things. Um, and we were like, before we started uh, recording, I was thinking about that meme that's been going around on Facebook. It's like in motherhood, it's like everyone's jumping out of an airplane and you make sure that everybody's chute has been pulled and everyone is safely, uh, safely lands. But instead of you pulling your own pack, um, you just hit the ground, but you don't die. You just get up and you go make dinner. (laughs) That's what you're, I mean, that's often what motherhood feels like. It's like, we're just trying to make sure that everybody else is okay. Um, But, and then we just keep going and we can push through. Uh, But figuring out like, okay, how do I care for myself while also loving my family really well? Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, that is something that I've had to really pray about, like, what does it mean to love my family, like to properly love my Mm -hmm. family? And so uh, my kids are a little bit older than yours, Mm -hmm. although my youngest is your oldest age. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I heard from a priest is like, one one important job of a mom is to raise her kids in such a way to where her kids don't need her anymore. Mm. And that's, that's hard. Um, because I know our, our goal is to raise them to be disciples of Christ, to follow whatever path he has outlined for them. And, but I want, I, I desire to do those things for my children. And it's gotten to a point where I'm like, well, I, I'm doing things for them that they can absolutely do themselves. Um, and learning how to like stand back and let them like learn and struggle through those things. So like, even if it's simple things like teaching my five-year-old how to fold um, laundry, he's in charge of folding towels. Nice. And he kind of struggles, and I'm like, oh, and I'll run over there, and I'll just like, you do it this way and this way, and by the time we're finished, I've already showed him how to fold like five towels, and then the laundry's done. (laughs) And the next time he's like, I still know how to do laundry, you know, because I can see when he's getting frustrated. So Mm -hmm. I'm starting to realize that I rescue him from things that are uncomfortable or scary. And I do this with all of my children. And um, so learning like, okay, there are some things that they are going to struggle through. And 
part of my responsibility as the mom is not to save them from it. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I could help them and this could get done way faster, it's that they have to learn how to struggle through those tasks, exactly. right? Because that's going to be an important lesson for later on. But that is something that I struggle with because I tend to take um, – how someone feels about a situation Mm. and make that my responsibility, Mm. you know? And so I'm like, oh, well, if I don't help them, they'll be upset. And this goes for anybody. Mm. Uh, If I don't help them, they'll be upset. Or if I don't help them, they're going to struggle or they're going to suffer. And I don't want them to have to go through that. And so like taking on more than than you actually need to. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, that's that's really challenging. That's really challenging. And I, I like what you said about um like we're called to like equip our children to to be functional humans, <laughs> good humans. Um, so not having because I, I think that's where I struggle is feeling like I have to do all of it. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about this on other episodes, too. But this idea of like, OK, well, I'm the mom, so I'm supposed to make sure that everything is clean. And um, if anyone has suggestions on chore charts, Put it in the comments because <laughs> I'm realizing like, okay, my kids are actually old enough and probably have been for a while where they can help um, so that there isn't so much of a load just mm-hmm. on me or just on my husband or, you know, just between the two of us, uh, but that we are like equipping our children to to contribute to the family dynamic. And that allows us to, to focus on those things where only we can invest all of our energy. Yeah. And I think, too, it also teaches our children when they have to or really anyone. This goes not just for our children, but family, friends, spouses, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, is that when they have to do something uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or painful, like sometimes that's just their walk with Jesus Mm -hmm. and my role is to be like the mother Mary who has to watch her son Mm -hmm. walk with his cross, which is so hard to do because I'm sure she wanted to run and take that cross from him, you know, uh, but she couldn't, it wasn't her job to do that, right. To walk with her son. And so I think too, um, as, as a woman and as a mom, like realizing like there are some, there are going to be many times when I'm called to step back and it's also teaching our loved ones their self-denial and their, um, dying to self and doing these things that are unpleasant, sacrificial, Mm -hmm. hard. And that's something that I have to remind myself of because it is really hard for me. It's really hard for me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I, I, I want to explore like this whole idea of like self care. Um, because I don't think that, or I think that it can be something that that we as women can struggle with, um, particularly moms, or just you know speaking from our own experience, because there is this idea of like mm-hmm. I got to take care of everybody else. So like these ways of how how do we care for ourselves? That it, that self care does not have to mean like okay every Friday evening or Saturday morning you're going to go do a spa day. If you can do that, that's great. If that's what <laughs> you feel called to do, like um, great. But self care doesn't only have to be mm-hmm. like these extravagant like once a quarter or once a year events. Um, like not only on Mother's Day are you called to self care. Um, and as I was thinking about self-care too, the, the quote from Gaudium et Spes that John Paul 
II quotes a lot. He talks about um, how we cannot find ourselves except through a sincere gift of ourselves. And I think we experience that, particularly in motherhood, that we're giving of ourselves constantly. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's the gift of ourselves. Like God called us to be the the mothers of these children that he's entrusted to us. Um, so who we are is important, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. But like, how do we nurture that? How do we, yeah, does that make sense? No, absolutely. No, because, and I've heard this story multiple times through like friends. A lot of it happens like after the birth of a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, they're tired, they're exhausted, uh, especially if they have other children in the home. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, your body has gone through chaos, right? And you're hurting, you're getting up every hour or two to feed newborn baby or change diapers and you are never by yourself. Mm-hmm. And this whole idea of like, I feel like I can't do it anymore. Like I think there's a, I think there are, if not all women, most have been like, I can't, I can't do it. And, but they keep going forward. But what it's doing is it's kind of building resentment, mm-hmm. I think inside the heart of like, well, I'd love to just go to the grocery store by myself, <laughs> you know, right? like those are glorious moments yeah. Um, yeah. or just take a hot shower. Like right. I've used dry shampoo three days this week. I should probably really just take a shower, you know, <laughs> and those sorts of things. Um, and I think, I think one of the things too for um, wives and moms is to communicate needs yes. that you have. Yes. And so, because what we don't want to do is get to a point where, we're doing all of these things, but we're doing it with a resentful heart. You know, mm. part of mm-hmm. uh, our call is to, I mean, I do think motherhood presents many opportunities for self-denial. Yeah. And in what spirit do we do that? Mm. Um, and, but if it's building resentment, and I think a lot of times it's like, we're not communicating our needs yeah. to those around us who can right. help us with that. And I think the first thing is just knowing that it's absolutely okay and healthy and good for you to communicate what it is that you need. Yeah, and yeah. not expect your spouse to mind read. Because <laughs> I, I Although it would be really great that. if they it could have that great. power. <laughs> if that could come with the grace of the sacrament of marriage, that'd be awesome. But <laughs> knowing that it doesn't, because that's where I've gotten in trouble sometimes is when I'm like, surely my husband knows that I am mm-hmm. having a hard time right now. But I, I have learned how to vocalize that. And I mean, just it was just like a week and a half ago, I was having a really hard day. And I just looked at Michael and I was like, if I don't leave the house right now and like go for a walk or something I'm really gonna have a hard time getting through the rest of the day and he's like yeah that's fine like go and I went for a walk I um I grabbed an iced coffee on my way home and it was it gave me the mental space to breathe because I think when we're swimming in it or all the problems are right in our face it can be hard to kind of see the bigger picture so what I am what I am learning how to do (laughs) is to make sure that I have that space where it's not just like, okay, work, home, sleep, work, <laughs> like this this repetitive thing. Um, and for some reason, the one, one question that's coming to mind, is, and I hate this question, I hate it when people <laughs> ask me, what are your hobbies? Because oh I never know... <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> like my husband loves woodworking. He loves writing um, and all of these things. And people ask me what my hobbies are. I'm like, um, I like naps. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> long watch, right? walks on the beach. <laughs> right? Um, but that there is this need to like, what is the thing that replenishes you? And I feel like at 35 years old, I am just now, or in this new season of, you know, being a mom, uh, a working mom, and um, having young children, six and under, that I need to find the thing mm-hmm. that gives me life. And my husband keeps suggesting gardening, but I'm not outdoorsy. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that there is something, there has to be something that is life giving that can replenish. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, because this is something, this, my husband and I have had many talks about my hobbies because I don't have any. And, and I, couldn't even, one. I couldn't even name what they are. I'm like, ministry? Does that yeah, work? Is that a hobby? <laughs> is that a hobby? <laughs> but, um, but no, and one of, it's one of the things like in this year of homeschooling my kids, like as they're learning, as they're learning how to like who they are mm-hmm. and what their minds are drawn to, I, it's helped me sort of, read kind of like, okay, what, what am I drawn to? And so I've gotten some books in the library. Like, um, I got one, like how to draw farm animals. And I drew a a rooster and a sheep. (laughs) I'm just sitting on the front porch. Like the kids are playing and I'm drawing and they actually didn't interrupt me. They come like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to draw a chicken. And they're like, okay, that's, that's cool, mom. (laughs) Uh, And then they just go play. But, um, I'm not a good draw. I can post these pictures somewhere. They're not <laughs> not very good. But there was something just, I think, beneficial, not just for me to just, you know, this doesn't have to be perfect. I'm mm-hmm. learning a new skill. I'm just enjoying being outside. But the kids seeing me exploring and growing in things is also important. And so the whole idea of like even teaching my kids yeah. or even teaching my spouse, um, like in what we choose to do, like yeah. I'm going to try something new and I may not be That's good at awesome. it, but what a great lesson yeah. that we're teaching our kids without actually having to sit them down yeah. and like talk to them about. No, and you're teaching your kids to rest. Mm-hmm. And as, I mean, as you're describing that, I'm, I'm just thinking like, what, when was the last time that I just re- and not just sat down on my lovely new couches, <laughs> but and watched Netflix or or some random show. Um, but when was the last time that I rested and did something that was life giving like that? Like doodle. I'm not. I'm not really a drawer. I don't, I don't think. I don't think I got that gift. <laughs> but, I know I didn't get that gift. Right. You should see these drawings. <laughs> Come on over to my house. Right. We'll draw farm animals there we together. Go. There we go. But yeah, because I, I think it's really easy to get in that mindset of we got to do, do like I, I should be doing something mm-hmm. at every moment, but that God calls us to rest. Jesus rested. Jesus went to sleep. He yeah. took naps. <laughs> like, um, even, even while he was with his disciples, he fell asleep in the boat and they had to wake him up. Like that's. Ah, I mean, that's such a great reminder of like sometimes we need we need to be at peace, and it's almost like we need to find ways of replenishment. Like, what are we doing to replenish ourselves physically? Like, mm-hmm. are you drinking enough water? Are you getting exercising? Right, getting enough sleep, all of that. Um, what are you doing for your mind? Because um, mm-hmm. I know, like with work, we we have to read a lot of different things, or we're writing different articles. But like, how are we nurturing our mind? Um, just as human beings and yeah. and something that brings us joy and then spiritually of course and and of course I, I and I think that that should be one of the primary things um like what does our what does our prayer life look like and we've talked about that in yeah. in multiple conversations but 
this idea of are you making time for prayer? Yes, prayer is a family, um, but I'm I'm learning or relearning the importance of like having that that space and that time for for quiet prayer where it is me and the Lord. And we do need prayer with our spouse. We need prayer with our family. Um, but that one-on-one time with the Lord mm-hmm. is is a great place to recharge um, and replenish. Um, so a weekly holy hour is, I mean, definitely an ideal um, to strive for. Um, or if it's just 10 minutes in the chapel that you happen to get yeah. <laughs> driving between errands. Um, but also the sense of community. Because I think one thing that we can fall into, um, particularly as moms, is um, like isolation, especially like when kids come into the picture and you're learning this new dynamic of, okay, I have to keep this human alive, but I have to keep me alive too. So we're just in survival mode (laughs) right now. Um, But this aspect of connecting with other moms, because I think it's in relationship with other people that we can realize like, oh, no, I need (laughs) I I need others, um, but also discovering other ways of caring for for ourselves. Yeah, no, it has been my the women friend in my lives who have really encouraged me to and not even by their words, just their example Mm -hmm. of like, it's okay if I want to pick a hobby or sit down and draw. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am not a draw. I've never drew anything except for like kindergarten, you know? Um, but, but it has been the inspiration of a community of women, of friends that have really inspired me. Like, yeah, it's kind of important that you look after yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And saying no is very healthy. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and you don't have to, um, in a sense, give everything, um, in the sense of like where you are actually coming to a breaking point because mm-hmm. that's not healthy. It's not good. It's not healthy boundaries. It's not good really for you or for your family right. um, or those around you. And so it has been a community of moms that have really um, and almost weekly confession. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, like I did, that has been one of the things I'm like, okay, you know, cause you feel like yeah. you're trying and you're like, oh, I failed again, failed again. And so yeah. confession and the community of moms and the Eucharist have been, and my husband, he's actually really great. He's like, do you need, and I'm like, well, it might be nice. He's like, do you need it? Um, he's like, just be direct. And I, in my mind, I'm like, I don't know. Do I need it? Or do I just really, really, really want it? But if I didn't have the husband that I have, mm. I think that my ability to care for myself would be far worse because my husband's fantastic at self-care. Yeah. And realizing he's like, hey, do you need whatever? Um, and he's great. Like if mom, if it's like a mom's night out and we can, uh, like our schedules work out, he's like, yeah, you go. And sometimes he, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just so tired. He's like, you need to get out of the house. And so he will push me out of the house. And so I would say like, that's also one of the things that as women, like ask your husband, like just ask. Yeah. And if he says no, he's hopefully he has really good reason. Like, oh, we just can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. But how about in two days when our schedule clears, you can go. And so just communicating those things. Yeah. Communicating yeah. needs. That's a, that's a constant, constant thing. And like this whole idea of knowing yourself again, just what taking that time to ask the question, what is it that I need? And really to emphasize that with our spouse. And I think it does go both ways too, especially in marriage that like f- for the guys that are listening, that are husbands, like please, 
check on your wife if you haven't if you have not done that recently make sure you ask her like how she's doing and if she needs to just go and and going grocery shopping is not self-care I mean it (laughs) kind of is sometimes but it's not the ideal form of self-care but just and I a space to to really take care of what what she wants and it's not just a mother's day thing or her birthday yeah. <laughs> but all the time like it, and and for us as wives and mothers too to check on our husbands cuz i yeah. i also wonder how much of a struggle that is for them mm-hmm. like that they have to take care they have to take care of things yeah. <laughs> and and i know like my husband is a fixer and he's he's great at that um, but like giving him the space to be like, okay, he he needs time to just work in the shop, or um, or whatever. But yeah, that whole like let's let's help each other take care of take care of each yeah. other. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think too. So not only just communicating your needs to your spouse, um, but also making sure like. And I'm just going to speak from my perspective as like making sure I don't overuse the word need. Mm. Like I need this, I need this, I need this mm-hmm. when it's not really a need. And this is where mm-hmm. I think prayer is really important because yeah. when you're trying to discern like I really need sleep, but the whole family's tired. So how can we, what can we do? Yeah. Like, and so having those conversations about just caring for the other, but I also if any other mom or wife is out there like me, like sometimes when I'm at breaking point, my husband's like, how are you? Then it just like, all comes out and you know it's like a wave of he gets hit by this wave of like chaos spewing from my mouth and I think sometimes that can make guys hesitant to ask because they're like I was checking out on you now I feel like I'm getting beat up or you know and so I just think I think for um again knowing yourself and how you respond but um yes husbands ask please ask her like check in how you doing <laughs> but also wives taking the responsibility to like say those things that only need right. to be spoken right. um and if you're like me and like, super emotional sometimes a lot more comes out than should that's okay or than what needs to <laughs> that's okay. um but but yeah just being careful in the way that those things are communicated yeah um in the tone in which you communicate with your spouse about right. needs that you have um yeah. Yeah. And I and I will say this that as moms we are we are stronger than we realize and and we do have this capacity to take on a lot. Um we can take on a lot mentally, physically, um emotionally, but we also do need to to care for ourselves. So yes, there is this aspect of okay, I'm going to have to just walk this off, yeah. right? I'm going to have to walk it off and go make sure that everyone is taken <laughs> care of. But there does need to be with you know, a pretty regular just self check in, check in with your spouse. What do I need to regroup? Because mm-hmm. although you are a superhero, moms, <laughs> you also need to to make sure that you are, are are taking care of yourself because you are a gift, right? Yeah. Right, and and you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. Um. So just in a way of loving our families better, we can love ourselves better. That may sound yeah. really cheesy, but no, I love true. it. But I love cheese, so. <laughs> The cheesier it is, the more I love it. So I was right? a fan. It's good. It's good. So speaking of the whole community of moms, mm-hmm. um, and I guess this isn't just for moms. It can be for, for any, any, yeah. any list. But this idea of community, one of the things that we wanted to try with the podcast is creating a space for a conversation beyond mm-hmm. just the episodes that, that Mickey and I record or just in the comment section, um, but to have a Facebook group. Yeah. So it's... 
it's really raw right now. So just started it. So we're going to get some stuff posted. But yeah, just hoping that it could be a space where people can either mention something about um, a past podcast or ask for prayers or um, get some help on something or even ideas for future podcasts. But I've heard people who've talked to us about an episode and you're like, oh man, it'd be really great to start this kind of conversation. And we have to like wait till the next podcast and then maybe it gets brought up. Mm -hmm. But just to be a community of people who are just striving, striving for this whole holiness thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So what we'll do is put a link to that group in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Um, please subscribe to that. That helps us to to reach more folks. Um, leave a rating if you feel called to do that. Um, leave comments on our, our Facebook posts or on YouTube. Uh, and yeah, we want to hear mm-hmm. from our audience. We I love the community that that we've created. Um, and I just I love these conversations that we get to have. Yeah, it was Nikki. really helpful. I know. I loved it. <laughs> Very good. Well, should we close with prayer? Yeah. Sound good? All right. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, thank you for the gift of our motherhood. Thank you for the gift of whatever vocation um, we are in. Uh, Lord, we ask that you guide us, that you protect us, that you help us to realize the gift of who we are and what you have called us to. Help us to care for ourselves, to be open to your nurturing love, and uh, to to love those that you've entrusted to our care better. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.